So, was that encouraging to, to consider uh, how grace has affected your life? Yeah. yeah. It's good, to, it's good to, remind, to remind ourselves about that. Especially remember the grace we've received from, from Jesus, from Father God. But also, through others, how that grace has transformed us. I think that's one of the kind of, those are the kind of stories I love to hear, is stories of how grace transforms lives. And now we're going to make a shift, which is why we took a break. Make it easier to make a shift. Glory, which is what a lot was going on in worship this morning about glory, huh? Yeah. And that's a picture from the Hubble Space Telescope. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Very humbling. There we go. That was from our first section about uh, <clears throat> grace, grace and humility. Thank, thank you very much, Robin. <sighs> what, this is going to be a, a bit about glory. You all know Habakkuk 2.14? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Mm. I've highlighted knowledge of the glory. That word, knowledge, in the Hebrew is based upon the Hebrew word yada, which means perceiving, experientially knowing someone or something. So, when uh, in, in the book of Genesis it says that Adam knew Eve, that was a euphemism for deeply connecting. <laughs> so that's the kind of knowledge. It's experiential knowledge. It's 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 rela- it's a it's a it's a it's a deeply connected knowledge. But, and then in Isaiah, it talks about. How the earth is full. Let's see. <clears throat> In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. When, it's, and of course, it's, when it says Lord of hosts, it really is Yahweh Sabaoth. Wow. Oh, let's say that again. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. (sighs) Wow. 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 Yeah. Yes.
So the whole earth is already full of His glory. Did you catch that? It's already full. We're not waiting. There's no need to wait for it to be full. It's already full. So what's Habakkuk 2.14 about? For the whole earth to be filled with the knowledge, with the yada of the glory of the Lord, of Yahweh. So Habakkuk 2.14 is an invitation to know what glory is. It's already there, but it's an invitation that we would experientially know. Not just us, but every, every uh, sentient being would know experientially the, the glory of the Lord. And to ultimately live in a world where everyone shares that knowledge. Right? Because it covers the earth as the uh, waters cover the sea. So that, that means everybody... Everybody gets wet with the experiential knowledge of the glory of God. <clears throat> this is a quote from Paul Manwaring. He has a wonderful book. Several wonderful books, but this one I just really love chewing on. What on earth is glory? Highly recommend it. This is a quote from that book. <clears throat> what on earth is glory? In the light of Isaiah's vision that the earth is already full of God's glory, the prophecy of Habakkuk is God's promise that the gap, say the gap, the gap between the imminent reality of his glory in the universe and our perception of that glory will be closed. Say that, will be closed. Yeah, the gap will be closed. Whoa. <laughs> not in your notes but it's up there the, the very nature of Yada tells us that the promise of Habakkuk will not be fulfilled all at once but will unfold through a continuous process of relational encounters just as Adam and Eve experienced it in a lifelong covenant wow hmm Wow. Some, for some of you, you're just feeling the Holy Spirit, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're fighting it, just let it come. <laughs> I will, if, when the Holy Spirit shows up, He takes priority. We give you priority, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you've come to reveal this truth to us experientially wow wow 
So it's our great privilege, your great privilege, my great privilege, to enjoy this unfolding process based on relationship of encountering the glory. And what is the glory? Is it, uh, is it reputation? Is it being lit, lit up like a light bulb? There was, there was once a story. Um, um, a father and husband had to go away on a trip. And he, he talks with his wife on the phone. And she said, hey, our son says he just, he just saw Jesus. And so the father said, talks, said well, let me, talk to, let me talk to my son. He said, son, what did you see? And the little boy said, dad, don't you know? And the dad said, no, son, I don't. <laughs> He looks like a light bulb. <laughs> this, is, this is what a, I don't know, three or, three or four year old could describe because in this particular vision, it was like the transfiguration. Jesus was shining. And we, we see that in the Bible, don't we? There's, 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 there's several different uh, instances where Jesus is shining this light like the sun coming out of him. So that's one manifestation of his glory. But it's not the only one. <clears throat> And here's another quote from Paul Manwaring. God's glory is the result of God expressing himself. I'm going to read that again. God's glory is the result of God expressing himself. In other words, everything he has made and does and the attributes Nature and power behind those actions are his glory. Sounds like a really, really big topic. Maybe we could spend eternity um, growing and understanding his glory. I'd say so. I think it's going to take eternity. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. Mm. So we all get to be students, if we wish, of God's glory. It's not, it's not a head knowledge, it's not a book learning, it's, it's a walk, it's, an ex- relational, it's a relational study to, to, to grow in in experiencing and understanding God's glory, our Papa's glory. One place we know that the glory is revealed, one very, probably the primary place, is in the face of Yeshua. This is from 2 Corinthians 4.6. For God who said, light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge. There it is, the knowledge. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ, in the face of Messiah. Wow. Wow. Mm. So, so Papa is shining into our hearts 
the light of the experiential knowledge of the glory, of his glory, in the face of, of Jesus, in the face of Yeshua. He's revealing his glory in his beloved, his beloved son, and then in us, his beloved also. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We were talking about mirrors this morning too. Did you catch that? That was such a divine setup. I didn't, we didn't talk about that at all. That was, that was God just highlighting things. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So as we behold Jesus, as we, and that was what, what uh, <clears throat> Stevie was talking about, what, beholding him, wanting to see him, even when we don't see him as a face, just beholding him with our hearts, with our spirits. As we do that, we are being transformed to be more and more like him. Eye to eye, heart to heart. And our glory, the, the glory that's in Jesus, he is, he, he is also um, transferring to us. In, in John 17, Jesus asks, Father, that the glory that you've given me, I have given to them, that we may be one, even as you and I are one. Let that soak in. So we're receiving his glory. His glory is being transferred to us as we behold him. And it is his intercession that we would receive the glory that Father God gave to him, that we may be one. So part of the reason for the glory, for taking it in, is so that we, we can have greater, deeper communion with the one who loves us. And I believe there's many, there's many things I don't understand, but there's a couple of things that I, I at least partly do. I believe even just to be close to who he really is in his glory, we need to have enough glory in ourselves in order to be able to be, stand there. <clears throat> There's a story about a man named Smith Wigglesworth. He was doing some meetings in New Zealand. And um, someone wrote about that. He had heard that in a previous meeting, that a prayer meeting, that the glory of God 
got stronger and stronger and stronger in that room. And one by one, people had to leave. They couldn't handle it anymore. It was overwhelming to them. And some of them tried to stay as long as they could, but they eventually ended up having to crawl out because the glory was so heavy. (coughs) And this man determined in his heart, if that ever happened, that he would stay. And, and they, were, they were praying for a, a meeting that was coming later that night. The, the prayer was, there was a pre-prayer meeting, if you will. A pre-meeting prayer meeting. And the glory came. The heaviness of God, the glory of God came and filled that room as, as they prayed. As Smith Wigglesworth poured out his heart before God. And again, one by one, they had, people had to leave. They couldn't handle any more. Until it was finally just Smith and this one man who was hanging on <laughs> and hanging on and hanging on. And finally he also, with tears pouring out of him, had to get out. And all that was left was Smith's Wigglesworth in the glory of God in that room. So we know there are realms available even in this body on this earth. And we also know that as we behold Jesus and he gives us his glory, as we receive, we go from glory to glory, that we will be able to, to stand as, when he, as he wants to reveal more of who he is to us. That we'll be able to have that oneness where he doesn't have to shield us from his the fullness of who he is. So that's that's a journey we all get to go on if we want. So we agree with your prayer, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you that you are, have interceded for us and are interceding that we would receive the glory that your Father gave you. That we have already received it and that as we behold you, we are transformed to be like you. We are metamorphized to be like you. And we are changed from glory to greater glory. We say yes. We agree with your intercession. We say let it be done more fully than ever before in us as you have desired. Wow. We want to be part of a generation that reveals you in in ways that you have longed to be revealed to this earth and to the and to the, um, the powers and principalities. Your glorious bride. Full of your glory. Full of the experiential knowledge of who you are. Say yes. (laughs) Even though we don't know. We don't don't know what we're fully, fully what we're asking for. But we yearn for that. We were created. You created us to live in your glory. 
to, to partake of your glory, to um, enjoy and appreciate your glory. So we say yes. <laughs> yes. So like Moses, we ask, show us more. Papa, show us more. Show us more of your glory. Let your goodness pass before us, right before our eyes. to you as little children fully accepted full of awe and wonder daddy show us more of who you are Abba We repent for any ways we've assumed we've, we've known what the fullness of your glory is and the ways we've um, not seen the glory in your creation or the glory, your glory in our brothers and sisters or the many, the many things that you contain and reflect who you are that we've discounted. We just say we're sorry. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of our heart to see to see you. To see you expressing yourself. And what you've made and what you do. Who you are. Wow. Holy Spirit, I ask that you help us see and no longer discount. That we would hear the whispers of, 
of you pointing, pointing out like, uh, Eric, hearing your whisper, those, those birds, those crickets, those, those frogs, they're, they're all singing my praise. All of creation. Praises you, worships you, in awe of your glory. Us the privilege of being seated in Messiah, 
Yeshua in heavenly places with you. We're not just singing from far away, but right with you. The place you've given to us. Seated in Messiah Yeshua in heavenly places far above every power and principality thrown in dominion. That we may enjoy you forever. Amen. I just encourage you just to be with the Lord. We have about four more minutes before it's 2.30.